Wake up, buyer payer people. It's a beautiful day. Go grab yourself another cup of joe and say hello to Jim and Michelle Rhodes on the Buy Here, Pay Here morning show. Take it away, you two. Happy Monday. Uh, looks like we actually do have someone listening in this morning. It's I thought a everybody would be floating <laughs> on the lake or... I not doing their do thing because it's you know it's uh some kind of benchmark to the official end of summertime activities right i guess sure well maybe what it is maybe they're like us like we were thinking we would take a break for labor day <laughs> we were thinking we might do a pre-recorded bar- broadcast and then we realized oh, oh no. wait it's time let's just do it live <laughs> and uh so we're we're just so, so are you saying that we we kind of like uh procrastinated that until this morning and went oh yeah we didn't do that did we i'm a procrastinator well, we typically work really really uh, we work a lot mm-hmm. um even over the weekends and um we kind of decided this for this weekend work was going to be at a minimum and we mm-hmm. just kind of flowed through the last couple of days which was so delightful and mm-hmm. I think that's one of the reasons why we didn't get it recorded because it just didn't like flow onto our schedule of True. the things that that's we were right. going to do. So, yeah. so we're here today and um, it's Monday and it's a holiday and we've had, uh, even though we flowed through the weekend, we were paying attention to a couple of things that were happening on, in Facebook land. But before yeah. we get to that, um, a couple of things to, I yeah. wanted to circle back and I just remind p- people we re- Excuse me, but my but mouth is but obviously but not but caught up yet. <laughs> um, the we had Management Monday series in August, and I just wanted to remind people. You know, we wrapped that up uh, last week, and I didn't get a lot of feedback from that. So I was hoping to get yeah. some feedback for those of you who might have tuned into that. Please let us know, yeah. you know, what you thought about that. Um, we obviously can use that information here and there, and and bring some other similar subjects in the future. So just let us know. Uh, yeah, I think that we're going to take in that and be turning it into like a. Um, a, a short course mm-hmm. that we're going to be able to get access to um, yeah. for free on yeah. um on the in the institute right because it's just it's really good really good information and if we thought if, so I, <laughs> apparently I hope it's like oh this is strong we got we got this a little bit really, of feedback really here good. it's the kind of stuff people don't talk about enough for and, sure and it's the kind of thing industry. that not everyone is in the position to or in the place where it's like yeah i should do this right. um but it is something that we think that uh it's it's a good exercise to do on a on a semi repeated schedule i just want to hear from people how did they feel about showing up on monday morning to get homework assignment you know, so that kind of happens <laughs> some during that session but uh also uh, other announcements in uh, the month of september we have two guest hosts two weeks from today oh, that's right because i'm going Brett on a Buick. girls trip yep she'll be mm-hmm. away and so i've got some guest uh host standing in in michelle's spot and that will be brett two weeks from today and then the friday before that amanda will guest host we haven't really talked specifically about whether hugo uh of, hugo uh, you're invited Sanchez. if you want to come yeah for sure so yeah. So yeah, those, and then we've got one more slot that Wednesday I need to still fill. So we'll, uh, any, any volunteers out there for, Bill, uh, you don't take a day off either. Do you? Ah, Bill, Bill and Emily. Oh, you good don't morning. don't take a day off either. Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Hi y'all. <laughs> so yeah, today yeah. we set out to talk about uh, DMS. We, we posed that question out there last week. And I think before we dive into the whole subject of DMS, it's probably important to take a moment to kind of explain 
When Michelle and I use the word agnostic to talk about ourselves. What does agnostic mean, Jim? Well, it has nothing to do. It's not atheistic. It's not <laughs> It's not anything to do with the, it's often heard in theological Theological, yeah. It's nothing to do or, with It's that. not that. For mm-hmm. us, it's about being kind of what we call Switzerland. Like we're, we're independent contractors. We're independent. We don't have... A dog, um, in, the a dog fight. in that particular fight. Yeah. And so that's kind of the, the way that we often say it. And we, we always also in that context talk about that we don't accept referral rewards from vendors. From vendors right? yeah. So that that's because yeah. we, we get paid by our dealer clients and we represent our dealer clients. And by extension, we do the best we can to represent the entire dealer body like all dealers yeah and and also those of you who have not i mean how many people there might be like one that hasn't actually looked at our roadmap (laughs) um jim was a dealer and Mm -hmm. so you know when when he when he approaches these kind of things he's he's really he's not approaching it through the eyes of a vendor he's approaching it through the eyes of a dealer yeah and i'm also approaching as somebody who's been on site in more than half of the states in the country, you know, calling on buy here, pay your dealers and finance companies doing trainings and consulting visits. And I just, I see what they struggle with. I see where their pain points are. Mm-hmm. I see kind of what the struggles are. And so I, I have a good perspective on that. And I, we're just trying to be the voice of dealers out here. We're just trying to give yeah. dealers a voice, use these two microphones to spread the word and, and, um, and do what we can to help dealers. So that's what we mean by being agnostic in the, in the industry is we don't, we don't have allegiances with the software people. We also don't pick on them. Like we're not out mm-hmm. here to, to, you know, to pick on anybody. We're, we're just trying to help all dealers have a better experience. And through that, we'd like to see their consumers have a better experience. But on the software side, this really, what I raised the question about, there's something that came up uh, last week that somebody posted, there was a, a problem in a DMS. And so, we're not again. We're not, not naming name names. Or we're not, yeah. you know, none yeah. of that. It's just like is uh, when you take a ten thousand foot view mm-hmm. at this issue, it's um, it encompasses a couple of other things that we should be looking at in 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 a whole. Right. Um, and and that's and it's not about bad on you or bad on you. It's like as dealers, yeah. What are the things that we should know? Yeah. And what are the things that we should be protecting ourselves against? Yeah. And again, not naming names, um, probably two years ago in, in, uh, Facebook, I shared that, um, I wrote an article, um, you know, kind of challenging DMS providers Mm -hmm. to give better (laughs) reporting. Right. Yeah. yeah, That, that was that the article. That was the article. Yeah. Yeah, he, He got in a little bit of trouble. But they wouldn't publish it. They wouldn't publish it. Because I was <laughs> challenging the DMS providers and I was out there trying to be and, the voice was, of dealers. He was naming names. Yeah, all of them. That. All I of mean, them. All yeah. the providers. Like I didn't I didn't Yeah, all of the big all of the big boys, the ones cuz there's lots of uh, ones off to the corner here that are not as big, but he named all the big boys in Sort article. of just saying nobody's exempt here. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. just it was basically saying we all have limitations here and I was just saying that Providers in this industry, the DMS providers, really, and, and this has been part of a thread in, in Facebook recently, which is not, this is not just me saying this. It's like what it sometimes feels like the DMS providers don't really know the space. Like they never have yeah. really worked in dealerships. And, and let us say, you know, like I said, agnostic. 
Mm-hmm. And that there may be some here or there that, that I mean, not all, not all DMSs are the same. And some may have a better understanding of certain things than other things. True. But this is just like in the industry in general. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, it's we're not like pinpointing any specific DMS. The, you know, most people, but, most dealers yeah. say, look, none of them are perfect. They all have their shortcomings. Mm-hmm. Some of them do some the things well. For you. Yeah. yeah. It's just that. So in my article a couple of years ago was really about, at that time was about reporting. Now today we want to talk about dealers data, which is, you know, kind of uh, related things like you, you need to be able to, you know, manage your data in a way that you can get so good talk about data reports. i mean like g- give me a good example for people that are new and okay. buy your pay here what data are you talking about i'm i'm first and foremost i'm talking about customer data and it, it's really related to this it's like who where does the data sit like where does it actually reside um where does the data held stored archived on a daily basis how is it guarded, protected? How, yeah. like, and how is it nurtured? How is it, you know, well, where, and, and yeah. shielded? Like, shielded. you know, like I, the, you know, obviously the DMS providers have a responsibility. We're all as dealers being called on to, to safeguard data. And so we, we need to make sure one of those steps is to make sure we understand where's our customer's data held. So I'm really mostly talking about customer data. And so there's that kind of that compliance and, you know, protective element, which we're not attorneys. We're not trying to, you know, um, you know, be the voice of the CFPB or anybody like that out there. We're just trying to say, if I'm a dealer, what do I probably need to understand? Well, I need to understand where my data sits and I need to understand how exactly I get to it. Like, what is the, what I, I understand, like I go to a button, I click the button, I put in my software, I put in my credentials and I, and, and it's I'm there. in. Yeah. But it's like, we need to really understand what is that path to get to that data. And then it's also for me about if you, if you have an outage, which, you know, um, it was pointed out that, you know, outages can happen. Like yeah. even the, even the big players can have outages. Um, so it's then a question of, okay, I want to compare this maybe to, to some old school stuff. Some of the dealers chimed in about, you know, wasn't so long ago. It seemed like I was doing paper ledger cards. You know, we were tracking these customers accounts on, on cardboard so ledger cards. Can I like back up just a little sure, bit sure. for people that are new to the space and it's like you, uh, so there, there, there may be a little bit of a disconnect cause you know, I'm, I'm the newbie. So um, just that, the DMS is where usually you do all of your collections from. Yeah. I mean, usually. So if the DMS is down, how do you do your collections? How do you take a payment? Right. How do you do how do you do any of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's like the when we think about our relationship with customers, mm-hmm. there's a very small portion day-to-day that we're actually booking deals compared to the day-to-day of collecting from deals. And so it's, this isn't just about booking a deal, right? This is also about how do you collect a payment if your DMS is down? That's really where, where, you know, if, if a DMS was down for two days, as an example, if it costs me the chance to contract a few sales, that's one thing. But if it costs me in collecting payments and it costs me in terms of, um, you know, a customer who can't make a payment today and they're going to end up spending it all at Walmart tonight. And now yeah. the system's back up yeah. tomorrow and I, you know, I can't, the customer cannot pay it now. And so it's, it's also about timeliness and it's about managing those accounts. And 
So yeah, there's definitely, I'm definitely looking to the account side more because yeah. that's obviously where our okay. largest so asset kind of, is. We've framed out like mm -hmm. DMS goes down. Here's the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, we've, the problem is slightly booking a deal. Most of it is in collecting the deal. So well, that's just one problem. Like in other mm -hmm. words, that's a problem where the data is there just for whatever reason I had a, you know, there was a failure. It was an internet mm -hmm. failure. Some of these, some of these DMSs are browser based. And so obviously if the internet's down locally or, you know, wherever. So that, are you saying that that can be also on the dealer side? Let's say there's a internet um, outage in the whole sure, area. Sure. How do they do it? What are they, what are they? Right. Are how do they manage yeah, it? Yeah. How do so manage I, it? In the case, I, I don't have those answers. And like I told him, my, my dealer friend on uh, Facebook, I said, today I'm, I'm more like my, my cool friends who are philosophers. <laughs> they don't have answers, but they got all the great all questions. Got great you know? questions. And so today we're just trying to bring the important questions and say, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not a technician. Like, I don't know how this stuff works either, but I'm simply saying that as if we're trying to be the voice of dealers, then we would say dealers really ought to start asking these questions of their DMS providers. And oh, by the way, DMS providers, I would, if we have anybody listening, who's a DMS provider, I would highly recommend that you kind of follow the model that Michelle and I did with our infographic, you know, on our, just create you an, info, an infographic one time uh, that tells the, the dealers where the data. stuff. Yeah, tell yeah. the data story where it is, yeah. and so so get it one time and help sure help make sure people understand how and where it's stored, so that new people who are you know contemplating your your product can understand that right out of the gate. And so, but there's also things like I think there we want to make sure we understand who is the kind of the gatekeeper on this data because we know it's not us. Mm -hmm. We don't know how to manage that data. If we're a buy here, pay here dealer, you know, and in, in um, you know, Smallville, middle America. So that's like one thing is like, I, I I'm trusting someone else to manage the data that is mine. Like mm -hmm. I think for all practical purposes, and again, not an attorney here, but I think for all practical purposes, the data that we're talking about belongs to the dealer. It may sit somewhere else, maybe managed by someone else. Does it sometimes, I mean, and this is, again, I'm the newbie. I'm the voice of the newbie, okay? Do, do, are, do most DMSs treat the data like that? Yes. So it is the, it is the dealers. It's, it's pretty and, much my experience that, and where I base that, is if, mm -hmm. if, I'm, a, if I'm a dealer and I have my, um, and I'm enrolled with you and my data sits with you as a DMS provider and I decide mm -hmm. to move to another provider, I've never heard of a situation where the, the existing DMS provider gets in the way of me extracting my data. Now, they may not have all the right tools and it may be an incomplete extraction, you know, which mm -hmm. shame on them, but it's like if, but as far as anybody holding hostage mm -hmm. the data, I've never heard of that happening. So, okay. so in my Have, have you ever years, heard of someone... Right. Okay. No, not, yeah. not, not being held hostage from their data. Now slow, you know, like I say, incomplete, um, exports and that sort of thing. Sure. But, um, but not, um, not, not being withheld. Like I think the data for all practical for purposes, it's, that it's believed yeah. that it's, you know, across the industry, it's been my observation that, that the data for all practical purposes belongs to the dealer. So, so the big, just really begs the question for me is like, okay, so we've covered the idea of, you know, internet outages and, and we can understand how that affects our ability to access the stuff. And, and most everyday consumer would probably cut us some slack there because they've also, you know, seen the, the, the impact of internet outages, you know, in their own life. And so they know how that 
it can be a real thing. But it's like for me, it's, there's also other factors to think about here. It's, like, it's not just um, access to the data. It's like mismanagement of the data. Like what if the data got corrupted? Like what if it were there was data breach and, and data I, I got captured? I think in our world today hmm. that the uh, in the DMS is, is held some some pretty Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're talking about the safeguards rule and all of that. Mm-hmm. And so right now, just in general across the U.S. and also in the industry, it's we're talking a lot about data breaches as well. And right. so is that data protected? So that's another thing for us to really understand. And I think our DMS providers certainly understand. They have a responsibility to share with us. Mm-hmm. And, and we're not technicians. So that's why I'm saying an infographic. Make it simple. We'll make sure we all understand, you know, as yeah. user dealers, you know. Uh, and by the way, <laughs> I, I should also say quickly that uh, yeah. I currently have access to on behalf of dealers, like three or four different uh-huh, DMS. A systems. lot of different DMSs. Right, yeah. Right. Go ahead. Oh no, I am. Um, I uh, I would say though that those of you who um, who are very technically minded and they do an infographic, what they need to do to determine whether or not um, the average person can consume it and understand it. This is mm-hmm. a rule in general for marketing. Mm-hmm. Put it in front of a fifth grader. Yeah. If a fifth grader can read it and understand what it is that you're trying to say, then you've got it. You've nailed it. And if, if I look at it and can't understand uh-huh. it, I can find a fifth grader. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying that, you know, make sure that the eyes of an infographic are are on your infographic as someone who is about a fifth grader. And then then we know that we've we were, were able to to break it down to a way that it's just really easy to understand. Right. Yeah. And then the other piece of this for me, which is, you know, I don't come from this space. I mean, I worked in with a company that was, I was the, in the consulting and training division, but they were a software company. And so we had mm-hmm. pretty close relations with the software folks. And so um, I had some understanding, but this is back in the days of DOS and when Windows mm-hmm. was just becoming a thing. And so my, my experience with software is pretty limited aside from as a user, mm-hmm. you know, as those years I was a dealer, obviously years of managing dealerships, general manager position or whatever. And then as a consultant advisor, analyst working inside, getting in and producing reports inside the different DMS systems. So that's a whole separate subject. We'll save the the reporting, the, the actual reports mm-hmm. from the DMS for another day. Uh, thankfully, we've made some progress on some of that stuff in, mm-hmm. in even in recent months. But just know that, you know, that's a that's a kind of a big subject for me because I'm trying to help dealers get to better data and be able to produce more, you know, uh, the more important numbers for the successful operation of their business. So I'm definitely going to keep beating that drum. But for today, it was like, what's the connection? Like what's the, you know, the, somebody on uh, Facebook mentioned, and I know who it was, but I won't mention the name mentioned the, asked the question about tech stack and you were familiar with it. Well, actually when they said that, I was like, Ooh, (laughs) cause I come from a tech background. And so I understood immediately what was being referred to. And I was like, I doubt there are very many people out there that could answer that question. And that's a really, if you're techie, uh-huh. you know that each stack, each piece of that stack can be a breach as well. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why I'm saying we let's, let's be more public. I think, you know, this is where we're just asking on behalf of dealers when you create your infographic, if you're going to follow our suggestion, but that tech stack in there too, let us know kind of how mm-hmm. this thing is all uh tied together yep. because it it'll let us decide for ourselves as dealers we can obviously seek counsel and get get information but we 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 do know that you know dms providers have a responsibility to guard yeah. that data and to and it's not just guard it from breaches like you know even if it got 
stolen or copied, you'd obviously, you'd likely still have your data intact, mm -hmm. but it's just been compromised. But then there's also the matter of just mishandling data. We heard a horror story on Facebook about somebody who woke up to find 200 accounts missing and they had to reload them all basically. So, you know, that's a nightmare scenario. And so oh, yeah, can, I think that that yeah. was, a. Uh... Is that Carrie? That yeah, was Carrie. Yeah. I'm naming names. Sorry, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's like um, there, there are scenarios there where we just have to be aware and kind of, you know, where's the responsibility? What mm -hmm. what do you and, and listen to the extent you bear responsibility as a dealer, you know, accept responsibility for it and go go find yeah. out. So what we're asking you today is just just take time to learn. To, make, to learn. make time soon to it's, learn. It's important as a dealer. And, you know, there's so many things that you've got coming at you. And it's like, mm -hmm. I don't have time. It's, this is an important thing to understand right. and to be aware of and to know, like, what what are what are the steps? How mm -hmm. is this being done? What do I do if? Sure. Um, because what what we kind of heard through the course of the, the social media streams uh, about this question of what happened last week mm -hmm. is that a lot of people are like, I don't know. Right. I have no idea sure. what, you know, what, 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 what do I do? And it's, it's kind of like to me as the novice is, you know, we live in Florida. Mm -hmm. Every building has a, or, or even like if you go to the, the, the tornado belt. Every main building has a tornado, a tornado plan posted somewhere. In case of tornado, mm -hmm. this is where you go and what you do. And um, and I can tell you, if you're a newbie and you aren't familiar with uh, Tornado Alley, mm -hmm. and you're there visiting for a work trip, you're dang grateful that they have those in because yeah. i mean obviously if it, there's no tornado you're never going to look at it and it's not going to be a problem but when when something does happen right. it's like oh okay right. this is what i do sure. so what we're asking is for for dms's to help with that and also for dealers to be aware what you know what are the things where do i go what do i do and have their their bug out kit or mm -hmm. their, you know, whatever it is that uh -huh. they're ready to go, ready to rock and roll in yeah. case something happens. Sure. And I think, you know, there's also the matter for me when you have a failure like that, it was always, um, it was always my observation that, um, when, when I can't access a customer's account, mm -hmm. then there's by association, there's naturally going to be some level of distrust that is created between me and my customer. Customer now doubts. Oh yeah. If they the, come in with a cash payment, it's like, sorry, the system is down. Like it, it makes <clears throat> you doubt the integrity yeah. or if the system is incorrect, like if, uh -huh. you know, so it's a different subject, but like if you're, if your data is not there, it just makes you question, you know, the integrity of the system that you're using to manage my account. And so now I question all the balances. Like you say, I owe this, but do I really, if I'm the customer, mm -hmm. you know, so it's just a natural, it's really important to preserve the integrity of that. Um, so that's why I think. And it's having just, your team know that if something like this were to happen, that how they present, how they're to the customer Mm -hmm. Um, if, if, if your team is presenting to the customer, sorry, we're having this massive problem and this outage and this thing, then that decreases the trust of the customer. Sure. But if you have 
your bug out plan, your, you know, if this ever happens, what do we do? And your team knows we're switching into this. It's like, Hey, yeah. you know, we're going to, we're going to do it this way today. Sure. Or, you know, thanks for the cash payment. I'm going to give you a paper receipt and like nothing, not skipping a beat. And if mm -hmm. they ask us, just say, we're doing some whatever and yeah. there's, you know, there, and, and like, you don't want to lie to them, but you don't want to have them come in and it's like, you're in death come five. Right. What do we do? Everyone's right. running around like, oh, it's, it's a bad thing kind right. of thing. Sure. But have a plan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and um, Bill Elizondo has a question. Um, does it cost the dealer money to get their data back? I'm going to, I've not seen that bill. Um, bill Elizondo was asking that question in, in the thread. And I, I've never heard of that dealer having to pay to I think it's part of the understanding going in. So, we're, we're, hey, Bill, was that a question out of like, I don't know, or a question as in, can you guys talk about this? And I already know the answer. Because if you know something different, yeah, let give us, us know. answers, Bill, yeah. not questions. So, <laughs> no, no, yeah. He's a philosopher too. Right, yeah, he yeah, asks yeah, good yeah. questions. Yeah. No, I, I, I have seen that. I've not ever yeah. heard of a dealer having to pay to, you know, move their data elsewhere. Um, but, it's, or to um, get it back. Yeah. yeah, that would obviously be a That would a be story. like a ransom thing. Oh, yeah. uh, were you talking about ransoming your data? I yeah, don't think right. that's ever happened. Yeah, yeah, I've never yeah. seen that. But And, and you know, I've never seen an exit clause where they had to pay yeah. something to get the yeah, data yeah, back. Yeah. It's kind of part of the deal. But And, and I, might, I also might throw in here, while I'm not suggesting this applies to anybody currently in our industry, but in my career, I have known of DMS providers to come and go. So what are the scenarios when, when a DMS provider does exit, you know, what's the scenario? They foreclosure, who knows? I don't, I don't know what happened, but uh, investor stopped funding it, whatever. Oh. And so now what happens is, um, you know, where does it go from there? It's like, I just think we, we really need to understand where the stuff lives and how, and who kind of holds the keys to it so that we can make sure we know what, how it affects our business yeah. if they should falter. So Bill um, replied, I have the answer. They, yes, they do on occasion. Can you give us an example of an occasion? I mean, it, uh, like, not a name, not, not a, a name, but if, if you can, that would be fantastic so that we kind of understand the context of sure. when this might happen. Sounds like another important thing for it dealers does. to know because yeah, they just definitely need to know because I think they want to, dealers need to have the mobility of, you know, if they should make a decision to make a move, how does that look? You know, if another software should come along that mm -hmm. has all the, the right bells and whistles and I decide to make a, a switch, I just need to know what it looks like. Yeah. like. Where's my data? How do I get to it? You know, but uh, mostly today I was more concerned about the, I think the data, because those folks know they have a, they have a responsibility uh, to house and protect that data. And then it's just a question of, okay, how do you, is it kept in a, you know, in a server in the DMS you know, back room mm -hmm. or is it on a, you know, server with Amazon or Google and it's got tons of redundancy and, you know, it's well protected in that way. Like, I just, I just want to know if I'm a dealer, is where it, is yeah. the, where's the data? And I think that, I think that we already know, like those are for mostly browser based. Um, uh, and there, there are somewhere it's a remote desktop and there is most of the data is actually stored at your, your, um, desktop, right. On a, no, I don't think, well, I've, I heard somebody on Facebook say that they still had theirs locally, you know, and mm -hmm. that they actually back their stuff up locally. That's mm -hmm. really uncommon these days. I would say mm -hmm. that, um, more often it's a remote desktop connection. So you might give me a remote desktop connection and I'm connecting to a server, Oh, okay. but I have no idea where that server is. 
like I don't know where the server physically resides. So mm -hmm. it's like, that's an important thing to know too. And those of you who don't know a lot about tech, Amazon is a provider for cloud storage, like massive yeah. for a lot of companies. That That's one of the things that we as consumers don't typically see because uh -huh. um, we get onto Amazon and we're buying stuff. Well, uh -huh. Amazon also has another part to it, which is you know, sure. they, they are like massive storage centers for data. Right. Yeah. So I think, you know, there's, there's the actual storage of the data and then there's the software, which is how we access and manage the data. Right. And so I can't read it. Okay. So Bill uh, answered Annie's and, and this is, it's good. So it's not something that would necessarily sneak up on a dealer, but it says uh, the DMS, it would be in the agreement they sign with their current DMS provider. And if they will be switch uh, as if they will be switching to another provider. So if, if you're going to get um, hit with a bill for switching providers that you'll, you should be able to determine if that's going to happen mm -hmm. in your agreement. Yeah. Good. Dealers, Thank you, Bill. Dealers just got hit with a bill. Got hit with a bill. <laughs> so, no, uh, so we think um, it's it's something yeah. we need to be aware of. Like yeah. it's it's definitely a thing that um, we want all dealers to to watch and just kind of be be aware of where the stuff sits, yeah. how I get to it. Yeah. And like I say, I think this whole thing about a server, you know, it wasn't so long ago that this, you know, a server was, you know, it was kind of. You were proud to have a server that managed all of your dealer's data, maybe in one place, but like it still physically resided somewhere and somebody had to manage the server. Mm -hmm. If the server went down, you had a problem. Just like mm -hmm. if a, just like if a C drive, a hard drive in your computer went down, mm -hmm. if that hardware went down, we had a problem. Well, you mentioned cloud. I'd like to assume that all the people that we're working with also have whatever data is on a local server is also out there somewhere mm -hmm. on the cloud, but I don't want to assume that. Yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Like I want to know where it is. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that the, the, uh, wrapping this up is just mm -hmm. be aware, mm -hmm. be aware of where and how and have, and have, you know, your bug out kit, you be prepared for those kind of things. Just teach your team. Um, you know, these things happen. And so when they do, the last thing in the world we want to do is to have it look like we're in DEFCON 5 mm -hmm. um, within the dealership because then that erodes their trust in your ability to, to you know, that all the stuff is safe. And then the other thing that, um, so, you know, bug out, plan, all of that. So for those of you not familiar with bug out, I think you can <laughs> Google it. It's probably like a survivalist. It's like, thing. yeah, it, it's like a survivalist thing. So it's like, you have a plan. It's like that tornado plan mm -hmm. that's posted in the, in I think the in hotel. Oklahoma, they just told or, us to scream and run east. I don't know what that, that's, <laughs> is that what you mean by plan? Maybe. Scream and run east. Scream and run. Yeah. But you know, so, you know, we've talked about this in, 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 in regards to DMSs. Mm -hmm. And so we ask dealers as well to, you know, any, any other providers that actually are holding your information or holding your customer's information, put them through the same test. It's mm -hmm. like, what do we do if, what do sure. we do if, because mm -hmm. there's a lot of other um, providers that layer on top of, or mm -hmm. um, in, in parallel with the DMS, uh, sure. DMSs. And so what if those go down? What if you lose access to your data in that? Sure. What does that look like as well? And I would just say, if, if I'm advising a dealer and I give them this list of questions to go ask their DMS provider, and if the DMS gets 
provider gets frustrated and doesn't really want to answer the questions, I'd say you've you'd know who's not your DMS provider now. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it's like you can't get frustrated with the dealers. Dealers have a right to know where the data is going to be. And, and so, what happens if it goes down right, kind of thing. Right. Yeah. So that's kind of the way we would be advising yeah. the folks that are working with us. But All right. So well, quick thing, just mm -hmm. I want to throw in a quick mention as we wrap up and we can talk oh, about yeah, this there's in the future. A couple things. Yeah. As we move forward, as we move toward the fourth quarter, we're not there yet, but as we kind of start to wind down 2022, uh, we want to make sure that people are aware that if, if they're in a situation where they started their dealership in the last year or so, and they need to really be deciding about an RFC. We don't want to wait too late in the year. Let's, let's think now about the RFC and start to take steps because I know the Amanda's and Hugo's and the Stephen Carson's out there. They don't like to get this stuff at the last minute. Oh, so, no. yeah. you know, we, we definitely want to start it's, those plans now and make yeah. a judgment. So just, you know, bug in your ear. It's yep. time to do that. Mm -hmm. um, also, we're going to be uh, pretty soon here coming up is starting to talk about uh, planning for your holiday collections, mm -hmm. um, especially for those of you that are uh, newer in the mm -hmm. space. Uh, that is a reality. And dealers know that holiday can be a difficult time to collect. So we're, we're going to offer you some preemptive and proactive preemptive ways and proactive to address that. Ways, um, yeah. And then uh, one other thing before we let you go is that don't forget October 19th. If you have not put that on your calendar, be there or be square. You need to write that on your calendar that this is something that you uh, don't, don't make appointments during that day that are outside of just running the day-to-day -day operations for your dealership. We are doing a live event um, with a Tommy, Mr. Tommy Brandis mm -hmm. at his dealership in Quakertown, Pennsylvania. Um, it's going to be pretty much so uh, the balance of the day, and it will be broadcast live mm -hmm. on our soft launch of BHPH Nation Every TV. Every session at the top of the hour will start live, and so we will uh, mm -hmm. be releasing the agenda and soon. And we're going to have uh, like probably six, mm -hmm. six to eight six, sessions. Yeah. 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 Um, and so that, that agenda should be coming out probably this week. Mm -hmm. And so we'll be posting that and letting you all know about that, but put it on your calendar because mm -hmm. we know that it's like, Oh, that's all the way out there. Well, it, you, you know, mm -hmm. dates fill up. And so put it on your calendar, put circle it with your highlighter. Mm -hmm. Um, it's the, uh, it's, and what it's called, I didn't even say what it's called. It's a buy here, pay here, mm -hmm. regional town hall. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we just, are, we were really excited when, when Tommy approached us and said, Hey, do you think, cause we're good friends. Mm -hmm. Hey, do you think that we could maybe do something like this? And mm -hmm. we're like, heck yeah, let's do it. So, mm -hmm. um, October 19th, yep. we're going to have a lot of fun. Yep. So, all right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully, uh, go back and enjoy your labor. Yeah. Why are you listening? Yeah. Why aren't you floating <laughs> on the water somewhere? Well, we appreciate those that are listening live, and we know that uh, many of our listeners listen um, after the fact on any of the syndicated podcast stations. We're all across the board. You can also find us on YouTube. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, so mm -hmm. enjoy the rest of your holiday, and don't forget, write your plan. Right. All yep. right. Have a good one. Right. Thanks, guys.